What's good? It's Adam Chris. I'm here to say whatever because I give a damn. And y'all already know, it's your boy Rio LaVar, and I'm here to tell the truth. And it's Ryan Christopher, and I'm still coming up with my tag. <laughs> y'all know what's up. It's the Black oh, Seapod. So, as we start every week off, how was everybody's weekend this weekend? What did everybody get into? I'll let Ryan go first. Well, yeah, because mine's going to be the easiest. I was, I was under the weather. Um, no one called and checked on me. I could, so I'm just glad to be still <laughs> the land of the living. Yes! Um, yeah, but I was a little under the weather. You know, the weather here in Atlanta has been just crazy. 30 mm. degrees one day, 50 degrees the next. And so I had just caught a little, a little cold, but I'm back. Oh. So I didn't do too much but lay in the bed all weekend. I'm mm, glad you feel okay. Thank you. I'm glad you bailed them. Look, I said, take the day off. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that deep. What you do, y'all? This weekend consists of working. Um, mm. My little sister's mom's birthday was this weekend, so we went out for that. I was drunk at El Paul. Oh, now that's where you go. It's the Mexican restaurant. What? I spent zero dollars. Now that's the best. My birthday is Thursday. Yeah, y'all. My birthday Thursday. Oh, oh, let's. Um, oh, happy birthday. Oh, uh, happy it birthday. Was Thursday. No, it's, it's gonna be Thursday. Thursday. I feel like one of the city girls. Okay. Flewed out. <laughs> Where you gonna get flewed out to? I'm gonna get flewed out. Girl, I'm going to these Northwest George Moms. Mm. She never invites me to her birthday. I don't We're know. We're not why. gonna discuss that on <laughs> Yes, we are. No, we she, not. I invite this bitch to everyone on her birthday, and she <laughs> never, like, they've been going to the cabins for like three years. And it's it's go. like four of us. It's four best friends, Ryan. Listen, I need somebody to listen to me. It's four best friends, and one of them won't talk to no more. But her and the other one are like <coughs> real, real close. But I'm, I'm close to her too, but me and her fall out all the time. But this bitch, I mean, she, I don't know. I don't know why, but this bitch never invited me to the mountains with them Yo. I invite this bitch to my birthday every year this year she got something else coming for her cause I don't think I really don't think I'm gonna invite her mm. I'm mm. Mm. I don't told her to come she's talking about some bitch no you gotta invite me girl <laughs> girl like no she did cause I said I finally texted her the other day cause I was with the other best friend we was out having drinks and her and some the other girl that's to hang with them she was like why don't you ever come to the uh cabins and i was like i don't know but you know what and i was drunk i said but you know what i'm finna text c <laughs> he was just like i don't know i mean i, I said didn't... i don't know about the first and that second one oh uh, blah 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 and we then, then we wasn't talking and this year i you know girl i just think they feel like i have to be doing something he's like oh we we're not gonna be doing shit so but i don't have to be entertained real i can entertain myself but that's all you got to tell me. I, you know. But I'm not coming. So what's don't matter? I just want to bring it up. He ain't coming. I'm not coming, girl. Next. What'd you do this weekend? Mm, I was depressed. But now I went to the bar Friday by myself. I love going to the bar by myself, girl. I went to the bar Friday, and then I went to a little drag show. And after that, Saturday, I went and seen this dude. And when I seen this dude... Bitch, I went to go see him because I was trying to get over another dude. But when I went and seen him, I was just like, the vibe was just not there. Baby girl. Baby girl. I was like, so when I left, I was like, 
I ain't want it to be weird. I ain't don't like I didn't want you to text me and be like, you know, what's good? Like, no, I was like the vibe was off. I didn't feel it, so you know that was that, that was, was it. it. That was it. That's it. And that's all. So I did that Saturday and Sunday. I went to church and just cried my little heart out because I was sad about a ex. But I it, my whole weekend consists of a nigga, and I gotta quit doing it. You gotta make it about you. God, I gotta quit doing it. But it's fuck. It's it's fuck niggas in twenty nineteen. Period. Period. <clears throat> so, Are y'all ready to jump into the first segment of tonight? Y'all ready to jump into that pour my tea sis? Do you know what we finna talk about? Yeah. That's your segment. Pour my tea sis. Where's up, y'all? So <laughs> y'all already know it's time for that pour my tea sis segment. Um, so we're gonna jump right into the pour my tea sis segment. Um, tonight with with um with discussing. Y'all know how we do with pour my tea. We we pick one topic and we all just kind of discuss about that topic. And the topic that we decided Is to discuss fine? this week. No, I'm just holding it so I can make sure it's like it's complacent. You always jumping in, girl. Sorry. Um, but. I wanted to talk about just us as a black community, um, how it is to have your father in your life and to have an absent father. Um, I'm basing this topic off of looking at the Red Table Talk and seeing how how so similar my situation growing up with my dad being absent is as far as Jada and her brothers. Um, even though my dad was stay 10 minutes from me if not five minutes away wow. from me it was always a weird situation to where i would get told why you didn't call me on your birthday or he told you that he asked you that yeah oh, i was 14 years old and ever since that time you asked me why i didn't call you on my birthday why would you call him on your birthday <laughs> thank it's you it's like you're being the father thank you what? so it was just like can i ask you is it because in their situation their daddy was on drugs which is when I was younger, he was. Um, my dad even went to jail for drugs. Um, from what I understood, he he was on cocaine. Um, and then as I got older, I knew that weed was a big play for him. But when I was younger, it was kind of like I would go to my grandparents, go to his mom's house, mm-hmm. and it would be me wanting to spend time with my grandmother and not my dad. Um, more that's what I was more attached to, and I just felt like my dad didn't know how to really raise me. For one, my mom was already over thirty, and my dad was only twenty-four when she had me. And the sense of you know, as I got older, I understood a lot of things. Uh-huh. But at that age of being young, you don't really understand. You just be like, you know, my dad's not never here for me. Um, I feel like he cares more for my little siblings because I had, I have. Two twin sisters that are two years younger than me. Mm. And I felt like he cared more for the twins than he did for me. But as I got older, I started to realize things. Like, he knew I was good. But with me being good, that's kind of like... He cared cared more about them, but he doesn't understand. I didn't care about the money or the materialistic things. He was intimidated by you. I think he felt like... maybe This is just me asking. I think maybe it was kind of like... He felt like he had to do a little bit more and you expected a little bit more from him because you've always been on your shit. Like when, as you became a young adult, was it was it like did your mama provide for you and gave like I'm sure she gave you like the best. Yeah, mama was the one who made sure I had everything that I possibly needed. And so he knew I think he probably felt like he couldn't deliver. But I didn't that's the thing. He 
if his delivery was making sure that I had name brand clothes and stuff like that, I didn't care about name brand clothes. All I cared about yeah. was sometimes teach me how to make sure that certain manly things are done. I had my uncle who did those things for oh. me, but I didn't always want my uncle. You, you wanted your dad. You wanted my dad, so... You know, we, we're we going to discuss some absent dads and some dads that have been in, in these guys' life. For me, it's been an absent. So, you know, me knowing Adam ever since for 10 plus years, I know that his dad has been in his life his entire life. Mm-hmm. So, for you, if you could see your life without your dad, do you? how do you feel like maybe you as a person, you as a man, how do you feel like you might be different or, you know? Um. I wasn't gonna say this, but I'm just gonna be completely transparent. Um, I have had a a father in my life, my entire life, but um, (laughs) I hate Ryan, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I have had a father in my life the entire time, but um, my biological father, um, it was kind of the same situation. Like I said, you had. This is like watching Greg go through cancer. The room (laughs) heavy. (laughs) No, but it's like okay, my dad. He was my biological father. I didn't find. You know, I didn't accept him in my life until like I was twenty something. So um, it was times where he like walked, like walked right by me, and he was on drugs. Walked right by me, didn't acknowledge me. Um, I did have a father in my life, and I looked like he was been in my life since I was, I think, two. And I didn't know another man at all yeah. outside of that. So he has played the role and done it so well that I didn't have to worry about yeah if my biological father accepted me or not because I don't at this point I don't claim you yeah. And I think, but his downfall now that I talk to him as I'm an adult, his downfall and he made me feel like. And why I say he felt like he couldn't deliver your daddy yeah. is because my biological father felt like he was kind of intimidated by me because my mom, my mom did it like, you know, I've always been like, always had the best. Like, yeah. It's never. So I don't think he felt like he could do that. And they think so much about material things and they think so much about what you, you have to be a provider because you're my father, but you don't have to provide me with like the best of the best. Like. I don't want these shoes. I'm not asking you for these clothes. I'm just really asking for your time. And I even got to a point with my daddy who's like who I consider my daddy. I even let him know it was to a point where he was just buy me shit. And like if I got in trouble and then he um, he would discipline me. And then so I wouldn't be mad. He would buy me something to like make me not mad. And I was like you got to realize it's not about material things. Because he didn't really have that type of relationship with his dad so i'm still i'm basically teaching him some stuff yeah me being an older sibling so i'm like every time you buy something it doesn't make the situation better it's not making anything better you just really making me a sport ass bitch and i and i'm still like that to this day when i don't get something yes my mom like i'm still that way but it's like that do nothing but Make me feel like I have to buy myself everything that I want. But it was, well, I'm going to tell y'all this. It was one situation that Jada and her brother discussed that their dad told them at different ages that in, in somewhat of a way, I felt like if my dad probably would have came to me and told me this, at a certain time, I probably would have been able to be, I would have been mad, but I would have been able to understand it better. But in a sense, I don't feel like my dad had the pride in the world to tell me this. But one thing Jada said that her dad told her, and told her brother, her brother mm-hmm. said he told him as well, is that 
I can't be your father. Mm. It's no way possible I can be your father. And I was like, wow. You can't be. And then they said for so many years, they didn't seem to understand why would he say, I cannot be your father. But they had to realize that he could, he didn't know how. And in a sense, the drugs were so addicting to him that he couldn't see himself trying to raise them. And he chose drugs over them. Yeah. Like, so, you know. Okay, Ryan. Like, what's, what's your situation? <laughs> well, I have um, some similarities to uh, Jada and her brother. I did not watch the that Red Table um, <clears throat> episode in its entirety, but I did watch a little bit. Uh, my dad was always in my life. My mom and dad were always married. Uh, that is my father. That's my biological father. Uh, where I have uh, relate to Jada and her brother is that my dad also has some outside um, children that are not by my mother. So I have a sister and my sister and I, we have the same, we have the same mother and father. And then um, I have two brothers and they do not, well, we don't have the same mother and father. So, um, you know, upon learning uh, that I had brothers, and I, I didn't know until I was maybe in the sixth grade, maybe fifth. Um, I don't have the best relationship with them, but I, I do communicate, especially with one of them. But I was never really close to my dad's side of the family. I don't really uh, communicate with them with, with them a lot. Uh, I was always close to my mom's side of the family, so mm -hmm. I can't relate to not having a father figure. My, I mean, my father was there when I was growing up, but um, you know, I did have other siblings, you know, from my father as well that I right. that I didn't know about, you know. And that that because I didn't. Uh, why you say that? I didn't know. Um, like we grew up in a small town, so everybody know everybody. Everybody. So know for everybody. so long, for almost like eleven years, I didn't know I had a little sister. So I like that is so. It it still fucked with me to this day because it's it, it hurt my feelings like because. I, that's like time that you can't get back with a yeah. sibling. And now I um I have a brother like that's from my biological. I have a brother, but it's like I'm I'm being the father in a situation because yeah. I'm the eldest sibling on that side too. So it's like I'm reaching out to him to because I'm not gonna walk this earth and have a sibling that I'm not in contact with. Correct. So I'm like I'm going the extra mile trying to contact his mama. I'm being a father. I'm actually being a father. I'm doing a father role. Because I'm at, at this point, nobody else is going to do it. Mm -hmm. Biological be in jail, all this. So it leaves it to me. So it's like I'm... It, and when you got have siblings and you don't know your siblings, like that's the worst to me. That That is the worst. And then for me, one of the things I heard through middle school was that my little sisters weren't my dad's. To hear that, and then in middle school is when I start to feel that resentment towards my dad because I felt like you cared so much more about these twins and not about me. And then the fact that the street saying that they might be somebody else's, oh, that that's that will turn your world upside down. And you're so young, and like, and you having to experience stuff, and you just like, why am I? Why did, does my dad want to send me through this? Exactly, and that, and and it's all about age because it's like. Oh my God, I'm having to deal with all this shit and I'm at this age. At like, this young tender age. Nigga, I'm supposed to be flirting with dudes. Or I'm supposed to be flirting <laughs> with girls at this point. Like, I'm not supposed to be worried about... Or finding out what stress is. I, at 11, I should not know mm -mm. what stress or depression feel like. Mm -mm. 
But I mean, it's it's that's what I don't like about the 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 um, black community. This is the stuff that we have to deal with. Normally, white people don't have to do this because they're completely transparent with their kids. Yeah, everything. and but it's they can be divorced and live in the same house together. <laughs> exactly, and she be just fine. Honey, us blackons, mm-hmm. honey, we finna you fight every hour, bitch. <laughs> But it's it's it's. I mean, fathers are. Um, me being gay, and your child, I could see if you had. Okay, but your mama, she had. Your sister is lesbian, so yeah, it's still completely different because um, raising a gay son is new and is challenging for any parent because it's their first time. It's the first time doing it. Yeah, so because it's they, but, it's like you're there. You you. I mean, and then the way like, that they pretty. I'm pretty sure the way that the world already perceives the fact of that anyone's gay, and then you find out at 14 and 15 that your son is gay. It's kind of like well, there's no handbook to yeah. raising a gay child. It's no handbook. How did we get from? Well, we're just we're just comparing the fact of how fathers are. Because I'm sorry, I think you checked out. Yeah. Come back, because <laughs> I think you checked out. We went from parent, we went from parenting and having a father to it being weird for men to raise like a gay man, you know, a gay guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sorry, I don't I, know what he. I don't they know what, knew. They I knew. I've been. Ryan, I've been twisting since I was three. I don't know what Ryan classifies it as. I think he's straight, but um, <laughs> I didn't say nothing. You don't pour no more wine. No, I'm sorry, no more tea in your cup. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just don't, I don't. But that's how we got on this. That's how we got on the gay thing because it's like you don't, you don't, you try to figure out why your daddy wasn't there and why he wasn't. Well, I, I, I mean, of course, now I know all of the back history and all the stories. But of course, you know, we we discuss the things that we discuss because we want anybody that's going through what we've been through before. We want them to be able to learn how to cope with what we went through. And I just had to sit back and realize that my dad knew I was good. Mm-hmm. With him knowing that I was good, mm-hmm. he um he had to do what he had to do to make sure that my little sisters were okay. So I had to understand that. So so so. Does it? How does it make you feel? Like he he made sure your sister's okay, but like making sure you were. Okay. He didn't, and that's why I say I held a, a resentment for so long. But for now, I just had to realize, like he sent my little sisters to. Uh, they went a through. A, they went through a lot stuff that I didn't have to go through. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like I had the the bigger blessing at the end of the day. But I still just wanted my dad to call me sometimes to say, "Son, how you doing?" or. Mm-hmm. Come spend some time with me and let's do some father-son stuff. I would go over there and this nigga would leave. And I'm stuck there with my little sister and their mama. So, so my- that's why I asked. Like, that's why I got on raising a gay child. Like, do you think it's a... Uh, I always thought my dad was, like, embarrassed of me. Because I've been gay forever. Like, <laughs> so I feel like I was born. But it's like, I, I that's just a I, that You know what? I ain't going to sit here and tell you no lie. It's never tra- crossed my mind to think if really? my dad was ever... No, because everybody, child, I've been twisting since three, so everybody knew. Okay, exactly. But your daddy having to be the man in your life, do you not think that? Because I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. shoes. So I'm thinking like, okay, this man, I'm a father, and I um, I'm a father, and I'm raising a gay child, and he's like very feminine.
that doesn't. Yeah, it, I came out to my dad when I was eighteen. He was fully okay with everything, but I guess you could say at a younger age, it made it very difficult maybe for him to where he didn't wanna. I wouldn't say he wouldn't want to raise me, but it's one of those things to where he just didn't know how to. Like you said, it's no handbook for this. It's no handbook, so it's his first time. That's what I always try to figure out. Is it because of the lifestyle that I live and that my mama and my dad let me be so open and be who I was? Or, um, like, what is it, you know? So, that's why I asked that. Who y'all? Hey, Ryan. This is a lot to describe. Oh, let me tell y'all. You need to fix that shit. No, I'm getting tired of it right now. Yeah, I bet we gonna hear all that. Y'all still don't know. Unplug it. Unplug it. (laughs) Fuck you, Rock. Shit. He just over there scrolling on that damn phone. Ryan, what you um? What? 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 Yeah. Okay. He's so private, girl. Moving on. So, did you have anything else to say about this? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, that's it for me. I don't got nothing to say about it. And Ryan, obviously, ain't got shit to say about it. Well, I said two two things. (laughs) So, you don't have, you don't, you don't want. No, I mean. Did you unplug that? Oh, I'm just like, bitch. Why you think I leaned into yours? Girl. But I, I think it was a great topic to bring up a discussion. Do you? Yeah. I can't tell. Okay, guys. That's it for pour my tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's time to jump into our next segment, you guys. We're jumping into the fashion segment with Ryan Christopher. Right. So, Ryan, what fashion do you have for us this week? Well, we're going to talk about a little bit about a web series that I joined and that I uh, participated in called The Fashionaires of Atlanta. And it is a series of um, that follows the lives of really too many um, people that are in the industry. And um, you get to see us try to uh, come together as a group. And you, well, you get to see some of us working, and it basically just follows, you know, our lives. And, you know, I think there's, um, the, I'm, of course, I'm a wardrobe stylist. There's another stylist by the name of, of Cachet. Um, there's another stylist um, by the name of Jordan Vachon. Uh, we have a model, uh, Daryl Chambers. We have designer, K.L. Allen. Uh, makeup artist, Donaldo. And I can't really remember anyone else, but uh, a few others. And so we all are just coming, you know, trying to come together, you know, for a bigger cause to put Atlanta on the map. So, yeah, that's what it's about. I I actually, I know the people who are listening, before we actually started recording this segment, I let the guys, uh, my co-hosts, uh, see the trailer that was released. Actually, I think they released it today. I let them uh, see the trailer that was released for the show. And so I want to just get a little bit about what they feel and what they saw about it. Because it is strictly about fashion. So I wanted you guys to see, you know, what did you guys think of the preview? Uh, Rio. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. 
It's gonna be so? a good one. It's like it's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna tune in, see what it's about. Um, it seems like you got a, you got some level head ones in there. You got some messy ones in there. It's always a mix like that. I don't know why folks like to mix it up on them reality TV shows and web series <laughs> like that. But I guess that I combine them both together, love. I said web series and reality. It, and it's it looks. Is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't be waiting. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> but I think it's going to be good. Um, of course, it has drama, and that's what we all want to see. But I don't, I'm just, I don't want it to give Chasing Atlanta tease. But it looks like kind of how, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say like high end, but it, it looked like it's going to be interesting. I'm just curious to see what they filmed and is it all about drama? Is it gonna actually introduce some fashion into it? I mean I mean I'm curious to see what it's gonna be about. I seen some hot some girls on there that's mm, flaming and it's nothing wrong with being flaming, but I just seen some girls who kinda I mean, Yeah, they're flaming and irrelevant. Oh so mm. I think we had a lot of you know, I you, you always get into a situation because I walked into this group of people really not knowing anyone but two of them. And so you get a, and I and I'm one of those people I can mix with the different kind of genre of people. I think that that's what makes us cult culture in a sense. And so but we we get into a situation and you'll see even in the preview where um you know, you have uh, egos you know, you have these group of people. We all are essentially working in the same aspect. Then you have three stylists mm -hmm. on the show. So then you get into egos and all this kind of stuff. And, oh, you do, I'm do better than this. And you don't do this and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just you know, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. And it, the, <laughs> the gays get catty. They get real catty. catty it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I just hope it's not all about drama. I hope it's actually some fashion. Well, I mean, I mean, you see me working and you see fashion Yeah, yeah but you're me, not but like I, us. You're not like us in Atlanta, girl. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. We'll cut some motherfucker out five minutes. Next thing you know, we're going to go <laughs> I can't say what anyone else was doing. Because uh, the, the times that I didn't shoot with the group are with one of my castmates. You know, I don't know what they were doing. But I know for myself... That I I did a lot of um, and I wanted to bring that to the table uh -huh. a lot of working I got I shot a lot of the the photo shoots that I was doing at the time of filming uh, I wanted to bring those to you know I wanted to bring those to camera because I actually they thought about the robbers <laughs> okay um, I actually liked like I wanted people to see me working mm -hmm. and to see what I do and and how I do it in a sense and. Um, you know, I made some great friends, like uh, my, my friend Cache. Shout out to Cache, another stylist. Um, you know, I wasn't there when she filmed some of her parts without me, but I think she brought the same thing. Work. Um, you know, it's interesting. As I look at the preview, it's always interesting to see, and they've already kind of twisted some things around. Of course. You know, to get you to tune in. It's not like what you think it is, because I know I got into a little bit of drama myself. Um with one of the people. Mm -hmm. okay. I was like, no, no, no. go ahead. <laughs> Don't do it, please. Just I guess he's responding to the people on his Facebook Live. That is, that is so rude. <laughs> I do apologize. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, I get into a little tobacco myself here and there on the show. 
Um, and I guess it would be interesting to see how, to see yourself kind of let somebody kind of take you off element. I wanted to share our ta- well, my tagline. We had to come up with taglines for the show. You didn't come up with one for this one. Sorry. I know. I'm still. It, it doesn't matter. But you know, on each website, on all shows, you got to have those people who are caddy and who go bring the mess. Because honestly, nobody's going to watch no level-headed I just, I will say this. I think when you, in a, in a, in an essence of a show that's about the industry and mm-hmm. us working in the industry, just make sure the mess that you bring is equivalent to equivalent to your resume. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Ryan Reeves. <laughs> he reads. That, I mean, that's the only thing that I would say. He reads silently. That, mm. that, that's the only nice thing. Nice nice <laughs> That's the only thing that I would say. But my y'all guys want to hear my tagline, and you guys tell me what you think. Well, come on. I think it sums me up in one thing. So my tagline is, one thing in this industry that sets you apart is your resume. And mine has me in a league of my own. She can be housewife. I like that. Because you, you summed it up and you made your point. Like, I'm not going to do all that. I don't, I don't need to say all that. My resume, darling. This yeah, I mean, we sit in a scene. You got people talking about Gucci bags, and I got it at Lennox when the Gucci store is in Phipps. And I right. mean, talking about the bag costs four thousand when it's twenty five hundred. It's just because it was good and fake, but it's just. Ooh. I mean, it is just. Ooh. And you'll see me. I actually Fizz. say it. In the scene. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Ryan get cut up. I'm ready to go. You see know, you me. just do all that stuff. You when know, is the, when is the when. Is the, Oh no, I can say it. Uh, the premiere is, um, I was going to say September. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Move that car. <laughs> they have me drinking some red tea. Um, no, the premiere is December 21st, and they'll actually be um, showing the super trailer, which will actually show, you know, they could just get more intense than, than what the trailer that we watched today. And I don't know where it is, but it's a. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it like that. Excuse me. It's a red carpet event, um, so you know, bring out your latest fashions, and you know, I don't even know if I'll be there, but you'll, you know, you get to see me in the preview. But, um, it's September the 21st, and you know, September the 21st, Ryan. December 21st. Um, what did y'all put in my chat? I think they, I think they put some in my chat. It's, it's September the 21st. <laughs> Blue down, blue down. <laughs> Y'all are not gonna make me think like put me out like a city girl. <laughs> um, it was it's December twenty first, excuse me. And but I think it'll be a great event. Um, and and, and, it, and it, it was a great experience. I mean, I've actually had the experience to be on Bravo. I don't know if any of those people have, uh, but I've Ooh, had the experience to be on Bravo. So it's shady, been a little. You know, I've been in front of the camera before, and it's always great. In front of a real camera, so it's always <laughs> great. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? Because what you trying to say? I'm just saying. A web, them girls just get online. No, web, web series and Bravo. Oh yeah, two, is different, two different, different, different entities. Yeah, you know, and I know you, you can tell on the people who uh, in the preview. You can tell who's been on web series yeah. and who's been on Bravo. You can very much. Yeah, I think it's evident. It's only one. I wonder so, what they was on, y'all. <laughs> 
What's that one song? <laughs> that was on that one song. Adam brings was this. Was your cat this. song about me? About him? Whatever. That Adam what? Adam brings something out of me that is just not usually <laughs> me. He ain't got that real him, that shell. He be no, I, he got that shady shit. That, uh, <laughs> I am not shady. I, I, shady give the, with I give the energy that I'm giving. You know, you know that's, that's just me. I, let me talk about that because mm. the scene, one of the scenes where I get into it is I walk into what you guys saw a, a, a dinner scene and I, I can give this away there was a comment that was made that was brought to the group that kind of put a little bit of the group at ease because me walking into this project and me getting introduced to a you know particularly a group of people that I did not know you know my thing was and you guys can comment on this was I didn't necessarily I'm not at a place in my life where I'm looking for friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm not want to walk into a group of people, uh, industry people, and, and saying that I'm trying to make friends. No. I, are these people making money? Are these people about getting checks? Because if I'm walking into a group of people and it's about networking, it's going to be about getting money. Business You, you know, that, that's it. It's going to be about checks. So that comment uh, was brought back to the group. Of course, they did not like a lot of people had some, you know, something to say and didn't like it. And the one person who had, who got really offended by it, you know, all I can say is a hit dog will holler. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't have got offended if I wasn't getting any checks. I don't think it was a a bad statement to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just real. And I'm just, I'm just like that. So I think that's what causes the group to be like, well, oh, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, but that. But then you kind of get into these comments. And, I, and when we're sitting in a setting, there's no need to be... Saying, oh, I have this, and I wear this, and I do this, and I do this, and I do this. And, you know, you're talking about accredited stylist, and, you know, I have a fashion merchandising degree. Well, the last time I checked, the only thing that fashion merchandising degree accredited you to do is apply at Forever 21 and become a yeah, fashion merchandiser. Yeah, I told you he got you the know, perfect so deal. You know, when you, go, when you start doing all those type of jabs and trying to say that you're better, and then even... You know, there were things that happened outside of filming when I'm with clients and you see me, you making little comments and I don't do those games. You know, you know, when some people don't have clients, so they don't really know how to act accordingly. So it's just like you don't play those games. Okay. And I don't care what relationship I have with my clients. They're still my clients. This is still work. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get you some clients and build you some relationships, you understand, you'll understand that. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Ryan is stirred up. Stirred up, honey. But no, I get it. I get it. Because it's like people, people who aren't used to shit, that's how they are. Like, they. Or they just have to seek for attention. That's the only way they know uh, how to seek for attention. Everything goes back to, baby, check my resume. <laughs> check the work that I have done. Because it's nothing else that needs to be said. Because my work history is what's going to tell what I do. Period. Like, what, what are you doing? What have you done? Who have you worked with besides um, Forever 21? And, and Alexis Sky. <laughs> She's like, what? what Who is what, her? What? She was just in the blogs about being on Medicaid. Well, you, Our I, child being on Maybe said it while back then, child. So and then they said. And that's no shade to her because I, I don't know her. I don't, I don't know her either. I don't but want anybody to think I'm talking that about her. Yeah, she's she loving hip hop. No, she, hip -hop. Was she was literally in the blogs. Because, you know, that's my thing yeah. in the chat. She was literally in the blogs saying on a, a, a um, recent episode, because I don't watch them hip hop, uh, a recent episode saying that um, 
her child was on Medicaid, and they were like, "What well, is Mona not having y'all? Y'all don't got no insurance, or because normally Medicaid is mm-hmm, for sure they ain't no." So I mean, okay. So what, do you, what you know? You brought up chasing Atlanta. So let's talk about that web series. What do you think about chasing Atlanta? I don't think. <laughs> but you you brought it up. You watch it. I have. Uh, I'm not gonna say, or I'm not gonna shy away from it. Like it's very entertaining. Those are some ghetto girls. <laughs> it is very entertaining. I will say that. And I just think. It wasn't, because what I was going into it thinking is people chasing their dream. And it's people who are, they're filming people taking steps to chasing their dream. And that's not what the web series gives. The web series gives drama. Like, it's, and I'm not going to say I'm not watching it, because that's what I like. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you're going to associate about. Mm-hmm. That's not what I thought it was about. I ain't saying I ain't going to associate myself. <laughs> I get on there and cut up, bitch. No shame, but yeah, I just I didn't think that's what the sh- it was gonna be about. Yeah. It was it's very it's a lot of drama, and I, that's why I said that about what sh- the thing that you're doing now. Um, I just didn't want it to be completely about drama because sometimes that shit get draining, and you want to actually see what they portrayed the show to be. You don't want to always think, oh, it's drama. You want to see sixty-five. Fucking- I want to see somebody. Taking steps to you can give twenty five percent of the drum, but I want to see sixty five to seventy five percent of progressively to, growing to do what they want to do for to their girl. dreams, and I want to see somebody working to go towards their dreams. I mean, I'm not. That's what I hope y'all are giving. I mean, I like. Please let it be a little drama here and there, because I will not be entertained. Yeah, I think everybody has a dream. <laughs> Next segment, but I want to know. But wait, but I want to. I want to. Everybody has a dream, but let's these web series. Let's show let's show people taking steps to get to that dream. It because all the web series are based around like cattiness, people arguing, and I want to see. There's that, another one here, G Status. Do you have I you watched that? Yesterday, I looked at. It I've never first seen time. it, but I, I get a lot. I hear a lot about it. I looked at it for the first time yesterday, mm-hmm. but I only watched like 15 minutes. Because those, <laughs> those cast members, I from my understanding, are also in the industry. Some sing, some do PR. They kind of do all different type of things. Maybe makeup artists, hairstylists. And I like, I honestly like those concepts of shows. I actually never watched Chasing Atlanta in its entirety, but I it was mean. it was actually something that I thought I would want to be a part of. I just got denied. Uh, but you know, I do think that. Uh, there is, I do think that that is a great thing, like to see people working at their dreams, but we actually want to see people w- working at, the, at their yeah. dreams and yeah. kind of how they're coinciding with these other, you know, groups of people and how the personalities mesh and are for that matter don't mesh. So G status was something, I, and I, maybe I'll kind of take some time out. To actually look at look at G status, look booked, but it's it's. I'm kind of no, I can't. I was gonna speak on it, but I really don't even remember. <laughs> and if there's is it there another one here web series that's based here? Um, mm, don't know. I can't think. Mm-mm. I can't really think. I, I just no. Those, it's a lot of little shit. It's out. a lot of little stuff. That's why I said it's a lot of shit, out. <laughs> I mean, cause, cause I my first time seeing G status was last night, and it was I was on somebody's Instagram, and it just led me to that. But I looked at it and I was, oh, God. What was but it? I think they have a lot of drama on there as well, though. It's, 
It's Gibbs Chase in Atlanta. I heard that they be fighting at the reunions and I like that type of shit. Yeah. Cause, that, Cause that's what keeps me there, but I don't know what G status I don't know what the reason for the show was being created, but I know Chase in Atlanta, I just assumed that they were chasing a dream. Like I just thought they was gonna show steps. I don't know what G status is given. I don't know if that's what the show is based around. Like we're gonna be drama five, we're just gonna be the gays that links up and talk shit. But I don't know if that's what it was about. But I know Chase in Atlanta, I didn't feel like that's what they was portraying it to be about. I thought mm -hmm. it was, you was trying to, because in auditions and stuff, they trying to pull people who are actually have stuff going on. Mm -hmm. and but they don't cast them. Boop. That's it and that's all. Do you guys want to move to the next segment? <laughs> <laughs> they always stop my segment. Oh. We're supposed to be having an open, now view listeners, not viewers, because you can't see us. Listeners. <laughs> You want us to have an open dialogue, correct? You want us to... They don't cast them, though. Right. Don't be... They See, they scared to speak. They might not. I'm going to say what I got. Oh, baby, I no. Care. Baby, I, girl. I, but I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to... Um, this is y'all's error. This is why I'm just sitting back because... This not, this not what I ain't in the went. I've went in and I've um, auditioned for that. And I don't know what else I could show. I mean, facts I, are facts. I don't know what else I could show them. Baby girl, I'm on set. Like I work in the industry. I'm in costume. Like I'm working on shows, real TV shows. These girls that y'all follow on Instagram, they follow me. Like I, I know some of them. But it was nobody from Chase and Atlanta. I don't know what you need. I don't get it either. I don't know what. What else do you want me to do? But it, but let me say this because you don't ever tear a bitch down without bringing her back up. Come on. So let me say this: I do think that the concept of the show is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think that the idea was amazing. Uh, I even think to franchise it out to different cities is amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's an amazing, con uh, amazing concept. And I do, I, I really do. I, I believe in the still to this day. I'm not a hater. I still believe in the concept of what of what it is of what it, a group of people. Now I do wish it had more diversity and wasn't just gay people. Like I wish that it was. You've had some gay. You had some straight. You had some people that's wondering. You got some bisexuals. I think that are all working in the industry. I think that would that would make it even ooh better. Mm -hmm. But I do love the concept of the show. I think it was. What that one boy looking dress, honey? He got a girlfriend on. Who? The boy with the dreads? No, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, about chasing Atlanta. Yeah, I'm talking about chasing Atlanta. Yeah. So, but um, but I think this season um, <laughs> but I think this season they um actually have opened it up to like straights and stuff like that. But I mean, well, no, I don't think that um my intern is on there. I don't think it's um straights on there. Well, the audition thing that I got was seeing females as well, and well, I'm talking about even straight males, like not just females, like straight males, like. I, and I know that, like, the, the whole gay thing is kind of dominating the industry, but there are some people it's, out here that are grinding who are not. Everybody, we have to, what Atlanta has to realize is everybody ain't gay. I think I know. are in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I think the folks want everybody to they be. They do. But, but it's, it's not that way. It's, it's just so, so many I would never of, believe that. It's so many of my people here. It's so many punks here. Um, yeah. But... And that's what I call this is punk, but um, I do think like it would build and it would get a lot more views or whatever you want to call it on YouTube if they did have straight guys on there because it makes it yeah. interesting. It makes things interesting. It gives you different points of view. And I wanted a straight guy to be on this podcast with us, but I do. I have a straight guy in mind, but 
that's in the future. But I do. I feel like we should not just base everything. Oh, we do have a straight guy on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking one more straight guy, you know. But I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking it could, cause it makes things interesting. To you get so many points of view. And for us, we all. If you think about it, for us, we always feel like we have to get that girl's perspective. Yeah. Versus, we, yeah. We gotta also have that man, that manly or that uh, masculine perspective on certain things. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad Ryan is here. But we're gonna close this segment out. And uh, what's the next segment? So yeah. See you guys next week back at Fashion <laughs> Talk. <laughs> what's well, y'all not under the weather? Jump into if the not, cat. If he's not sick. Bye, y'all. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's time for the next segment. It's time for the chats with Adam Chris. So, Adam, let's jump right into those chats. Hold on, bitch. Um, Don't tell me to hold on. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me get my shit up because I ain't together. Um, first. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about Meek Mill. Well, Meek... Last I, I didn't talk about it um, last week because I didn't listen to all day. I didn't listen to it, but I sampled all these people's projects that just came uh-huh. out. And it's Meat Meal, Trey Songz, and Lil Baby came out with project. Yeah, I gotta Me, uh, what is it? Let's see what it is. Uh, Meat Meal came out with something. It's good. And um, what is it? It's good. Meek Mill's project is good. Uh, it speaks a lot about um, social injustice, like the social ju- injustice. Yeah, the judicial system yeah. and how stuff is going and everything that he's going through. It speaks a lot about that. Yeah. Trey Song shit. He he uh, dropped two projects because it was his birthday at the end of November and it's called something and something. I can't remember. No, one is called like November or something. And one is called like twenty eight or something. But they're good. They're good. It's just it's very much so giving Trey songs and his normal sound. Little baby, I didn't listen to. That's that new. That's that millennial shit. Like that's that new era shit. I them mean, ki- them them kids. Ki- just getting out them churn. Them churn. I ain't really. I ain't really feeling him. But talking about Meek Mill, um, <laughs> Meek Mill did an interview, and he was uh, talking about. He went on a double date. It was him, Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. Uh-huh. Girl, that nigga said Jay-Z had, was like, they was riding and Jay-Z played, had his playlist. And that nigga fucking played Back to Back by Drake. And, you know, Back to Back yeah. was a diss track to Meek Mill. Oh. He was like, bruh, let me tell you what he said. He was like, um, Meek Mill states he got very nervous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said Beyonce and Nicki Minaj was looking like, what the fuck? Oh. And he was like, he had the shit. Niggas <laughs> get nervous. And they stomach get the ball and shit. That's how he said he reacted. I thought that was something to know. Let's jump to, um. Girl Tumblr. Hi. Tumblr is fucking taking all adult content off December, December 17th. It's R.I.P. Look at nothing else on Tumblr but porn. Period. And honey, I got something to go with it. You know they say the porn stars are boycotting. And then they got this thing that's called they like sign a petition. It's called Cumbler, bitch. <laughs> it's an actual website. It's just not up yet. You can go to it. The porn stars criticize Tumblr ban on adult content. It's a lot of them that's like, this is what helped me raise myself to be what I am. Why <laughs> y'all careers off this? And it's no shade. Motherfuckers is out here making money off that. Yeah, because it's just free advertising. 
And it was a um I was into a podcast and they was talking about Tumblr going um taking all adult content off. And it was like this girl was like, Well, I use my Tumblr for like whatever they call them, them gifts. Like gifts. Yeah. GIFs, whatever they call them. And she was like, I never saw porn on because you can have a profile that's solely what you want it to be. Yeah. It's just if you find somebody who does porn, if you follow one profile, it's gonna lead you to another profile, and you to another, and another, and another. If you another. want that on your pro, on your timeline or whatever your feed or whatever they call it, but if you don't want it on there, you don't have to see it. And some people don't even know that porn is on there. So I'm like, what the fuck? They block so much content, honey. Now you know I ain't on no Tumblr, but I've seen what Tumblr gives, and I don't know why. These people take all these social media sites because Tumblr is supposed to be was from my understanding it was supposed to be about networking and decide to want to display yourselves getting <laughs> oral sex, giving oral sex and are just having sex. Time out. I don't see what the You said it's for networking. Well I what they doing. Out. What I mean, that ain't networking. Okay, listen, listen. It's people out here who like to watch stuff like that, like me. Well, it's, I don't know because well, if you like to watch, I stuff watch like it, that, but it gives, you either get on Pornhub or My Vester and you get your fix. No, it's a it's a, it, it it's a, it flows on Tumblr. That's why I don't. That's why I don't really take. You just be scrolling. See your picture, video, quick clip. Yes. That's why I don't like, that's why I really never really care for Snapchat. Because they do the same thing on there. It's like they take these things that's supposed to be meant for fun, whether it's, net, you know, networking. <laughs> well, and they make they it into something totally they different. They gonna shut Twitter down next because everybody's going to Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is not take, but yeah, I mean, but Twitter's not going to take it down because that's what they want. They have people killing each other on Twitter and they're not going to take it down. Jesus. But let me tell you this, Ryan. Everybody ain't well put together like you. We like a little get down with the get down. Well, no, I'm. I mean, I like a little. I mean, we all like what we like. I mean, yeah. but the thing is, you don't it, have it, to follow it, those people once you start seeing that. You can unfollow. Well, I just never got on Tumblr because it's it, it's almost getting that way on Instagram. You seeing people always showing their backside, it their is. front side, day. They and do it's that just like y'all doing too much, like. Everything and I know that sex sells, but God damn, you a Facebook type of guy. You know, I'm more Instagram. I love Instagram. I do like Facebook, but Instagram will get you together if you post like some. They do the hump day. They let that slide. But if you do anything past that, they're gonna get you off of there. But that Facebook gets you right. They get you right on off of there. But it's just I don't know. It's it's just for me. It's it's just a bit much. Um, it's just a bit much. I don't want to be. On, like, I'm not on Tumblr, never have been, but I don't want to be on Instagram and I see somebody getting head or giving head. Well, I if I want, if I want to see somebody giving or receiving, well. getting or, or giving head, I'm gonna download www.pornhub.com or I'm gonna go to my Vester. I'm gonna tell you this: this is the difference. My Vesta and Pornhub is They're the great same boring shit. And no, so I, yeah, I found some great videos. On Pornhub and my Vesta—they're very boring. And uh, at least you know on Tumblr, you gonna see some new content. If I scroll on Tumblr, it's gonna be new content, like you said. And it might be a bitch I know. Hello. And I just I don't know. I just it's don't okay. Care. You want to see? <laughs> so you want to see people you know have I'm sexual like, activity? Like, oh, that's my girl. Like 
<laughs> so you want to see people you know having sexual activity? Not necessarily. I'm saying that. I'm just saying the con. It's 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 fresh. It's this. a millennial porn. It's like millennial porn. Uh-huh. But it's like ten seconds, right? No. no. Oh, it's a little longer. Oh, they have three to four minute videos. That's my favorite. Yeah. They have storylines. <laughs> When they be be recording at Piedmont Park, I be like, they be doing that right there by that pond. By that pond. (laughs) I said, my word. The girls. What they be recording? (laughs) I don't understand that. No, and bitch, have you seen the videos? Have you seen them? I know. I know. In, in Perimeter Mall. Uh, yeah, ma'am. Perimeter Mall? That's where. 18. You better know about it. Wait, 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 wait. Down in that motherfucking Perimeter Mall. Perimeter Mall? Perimeter. Yes. Where? At Dillard's? Maybe. It's Like in the store? In the bathroom. In them stalls. Who? People. Don't is that like a thing? Look, look, no, look. it is. I don't look, know them. See, it's guys that don't go download Tumblr. You only got four days left. Yeah. Okay. Look, so, look. I'm, 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 I'm learning. Sorry, star listeners. I'm learning just like you guys are. I didn't know they go to perimeter and do no, those. No, yes, they do. That's why you I've had. Well, whatever happens I've, to just shopping? Well, I guess you're shopping. No, they don't do It's so. And if you look at like, if you look it up, like, if you Google like Atlanta cruising spots, like. Perimeter is gonna pop up like it's gonna gonna tell you exactly where to go in perimeter. And this is coming from Google. This isn't like a second, third party. Well, you seem to know a lot about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm just saying because I've been like, have you gotten your fix at perimeter? I haven't, but I'm just saying I've I've been like, if you would, if y'all could see see his face, (laughs) y'all could be like. The lie detector turned that was a lie. Listen, no, because I've been at perimeter. This was like a month ago, and I've saw videos of people in perimeter. But this guy like walked by me, and I was like, we was checking each other out. Like we was like literally, because he was cute, and he was looking at me. He was like, "What's up?" I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Meet me in the bathroom." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I said, "What?" He said, "The one by dealers." I said, "I did not go." So I see what it gives. I see what it gives. Let me see what you showed me. They be on uh, that's they be the main ones there. Mm, Who it? is that? Don't you put that self out there. I ain't gonna say that. I don't I don't know who that is. You ain't gotta know who it is, honey, but it's, it's a, a group of niggas. It's shit. A group they be at Grant Park. Yes, hey. during the summertime. Mm, they be a Grant Park. But see, he, they, he be the one that be recording. Mm-hmm. He be setting it up. He don't put that face. He, he even got so good that he get them face man. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Yes, Moving next right subject. I, child, it was just, it's just Sunday. It. was just yesterday. Don't take my soul yet. Go on, so Lisa you made me let, 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 let me get to rested before my my soul need cleansed again. To look, I'm trying to show around in the apartment. Please so, um, don't. Ooh. Y'all already. They be going to his location. Okay, moving on. They be on. going to his location. Um, so. He have sheets on the floor. About, um. I'm, <laughs> he do. He do. Stop. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> Go. Okay, so I'm done. Allegedly, but I think these are facts. I mean, but I'm gonna give y'all a rundown of what's going on because I'm sure y'all done heard about Cardi being upset, splitting. Um, it's receipts out there that shows that Offset was like um, DMing this girl named Sunny Bunny, 
saying that he wanted to have a threesome with her and her friend, mm-hmm. and the friend was Cuban Doll. She's a rapper, never yeah. heard of her. Um, I've heard of her, but I, I, I have heard her name before. You like her music? I've never heard it. Okay. Um. So it's also it was also a picture taken. <laughs> it was also a picture taken of Offset on Facetime with Sunny Bunny. Like they actually took a picture of him. On Facetime with her, so these are stone cold facts. Like this shit is true. True, you got Offset was cheating, but they said this happened in like July or something. But Sunny Bunny and Cuban Doll fell out, uh, maybe a month or so ago. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say a date. Them hoes I, always fall out. They fell out, and Sunny Bunny. St- I guess she put stuff out there saying you're trying to talking to Cuban Doll, saying you're trying to be Cardi B friend, but you're fucking her nigga. So I caught on TMZ today. TMZ, I always catch up with the girl. I caught up with her at some mall. And Cuban Doll was just basically like, Cardi, know what's up. I already talked to her. I already hit her up. Um, I don't know Offset. I've never conversed with Offset. He was talking to Sunny Bunny, which was my friend. She said, we fell out a while back. I never even, I don't even know him. I never had a conversation <laughs> with him. Now, who who was on live and apologized to Cardi? Sunny Bunny. She was crying. Okay. Like, I'm like, girl, I'm confused. Ain't you the one now, who told did, her? now who did Cardi beat up and had to go get them papers? She um, that was in a long time. Okay, okay. So Sunny Bunny is the original hoe that put out the information. That's what I I don't, I'm not sure who put it out, but I'm a, I think Sunny Bunny did because wait, Sunny Bunny was the one he was actually DMing. Yeah, saying I want you and your friend, which and was, his the friend, friend was, was Cuban Doll. Her friend but, was Cuban Doll. But Cuban Doll said she's never even met Offset. She's never even talked to him. So Sunny Bunny probably was just using her as uh huh some catfish. Cause shit. she's cause uh, Cuban Doll is definitely cuter than her. Ooh, eighteen. Um, get on. Cause they're on my Insta snap. Um, but yeah, that's what the story says. And then Cardi B performed at the Jingle Ball or something over the weekend, mm-hmm. and she changed her fucking lyrics. <laughs> Wait, let me try to pull it up. She but then he, then she. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, 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 wrong. Um, there was a situation where he had cheated on her before, correct? This has and, been several times. But oh, yeah. this is when it first came out public that he had cheated on her. And I'm in, I don't know if it was that girl in the strip club or whatever it was. Which and she was said, she said, I, I'm going to take him back this time. But if he does it again, I'm gone. Don't don't y'all remember that? I think she made a statement. Some, I think she did say yeah. that. Some, something something around that, that way. Uh-huh. So, I mean, who wants to keep dealing with somebody who, who keeps fucking the baby in so no matter if they're in a relationship or not, she's going to have to deal with him for 18 She'll years. have to deal with him because that's her child's father. Mm-hmm. And that's but what she, she stated. Have, she, she doesn't have, have to deal to. with them in a, in a relationship sort of way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and I get it. You know, sometimes cheating may not be the thing that ends the relationship. So, like, if you're in a relationship, unless if I'm in a relationship and, uh, you know, my person said, oh, I, I cheated. It came out that they cheated. Then... You know, if either I make a statement like Cardi, hey, if that happens again, I'm done. But you can't say that just because they cheated, that's something that you're going to just be gone for because there's a lot of things behind that. But at the same point in time, you're not going to continue to get cheated on. Because for me, that's disrespectful. If Mm -hmm. I told you, hey, I'll forgive you this time. Let's let's go. Let's. Let's try to move on from this situation. You try to figure out was it something that you did to cause your mate to cheat, or you know you you, you find out what it is. You try to appease it. You try to move on, but then here it goes. Um, maybe almost some a year later, you start doing the same thing. One thing no, I want no. us to always remember: think about the 
we can't all <clears throat> we can always voice our opinion about what we feel like some people should do, but we don't know what Cardi's dad sent her mom through when she was little. She's probably stuff that she's, she's probably already. But did. they say that she grew up in a household with two parents, with both parents. No, I, but no, you did grow up in a household with, with, with both parents, but it ain't good. It ain't good. Okay, got you. No, you I'm know, saying I agree with her. I agree with hey. I'm gonna give you a second chance, but no, I'm just but saying. That, but that's what I'm saying I'm for you. You saying the second? Fifth, six, seven, but eight, nine, her nine. mama probably gave her daddy five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten chances. Well, but she, you see, she ain't giving offset that many. She gave him one. Uh-huh. But that's what I'm saying. She's saying that for us to know, but in her heart, we don't know what the hell she gonna do. Cause they saying that. Um, <laughs> I just hope she's for real. Yeah. But I'm gonna let y'all hear this. Um, her at the jingle thing and how she changed her lyrics. If you know the Migos, they all have came out with their individual projects except for Offset. He's mm-hmm. come out this month, I think, like the 17th. Um, and it was like, is this a publicity stunt? And Cardi responded and was like, this is a whole fucking child involved. Thank you. I'm not about to do no publicity stunt in my child. Like, we built a whole human together. <clears throat> I'm not going to do this just to get some likes or just to get y'all to buy his album. If anything, her fans aren't going to support him now. So he lost people. Period. So it's just like... I. I don't know what she's going to do. I'm curious to see if she's going to stick to her word and not deal with him. Well, I don't know. I think he may need to go have a talk with Jay-Z. And, and try whatever to his Jay-Z girl. did, get your girl back. You see Jay-Z got his girl. She ain't gone nowhere. Mm-hmm. Stop so, trying to dress fashionable and look a fool. Because Jay-Z look a fool with that house off his head. <laughs> We're not talking about how he looks. Look, that was That's what I'm, I, But I'm just saying... <laughs> if you look at Jay Z's image then from now, it's kind of like Beyonce was like, "Nigga, you ain't finna get no hack up for six months." No, he evolved. I feel like his looks look better than what he did. I do. I feel like he looked better than what he used to. That's because you're a stylist and you like that eclectic, different shit. You want a motherfucker be nappy headed in the photo shoot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I also posted on Twitter um, December 9th at 10:40 a.m. He said, "Fuck y'all, <laughs> I miss Cardi." And so this is the time. Well, if you missed her, stop fucking them hoes. She gave you one Mm -hmm. chance. Stop. If you miss her so much, I cannot stand stuff like that. And she posted. said, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And when it happened, the next, well, that night that it leaked, those um, receipts, the pictures, Uh the messages and stuff. She posted a video. She was like, well, yeah, me and Cardi B, I mean, me and uh, Offset are, we're done. You know, eventually we're going to get a divorce. It may take time, but we're, um, we've tried to make it work for so long, but things just haven't been right. She's like, I love him. He's the father of my child and we're great business partners. And she, I mean, and his comment under that video was y'all won. What does that mean? Next That's what I'm trying to figure out. See, these niggas be so Niggas cool. ain't shit. Playing them fucking mind kids. games and shit. Who won? Who is y'all? And what the fuck you say that for? Fuck. Y'all me. won. Bitch, that ain't finna... 
what you fuck? You want us to have a pity party? Like, what? and if anything, you had the most support. Y'all won, nigga. You won. Who won? Who is he saying? Who I don't. Y'all? I think he's talking to fans, fans, people who have been at their relationship. Well, they didn't win because people like them together. Right. That's what I'm saying. People like y'all together. He man. wanted to have a pity party. Yeah. Well, keep your head up, Cardi B, baby girl. You'll find you another man. I heard that Chris Brown is gonna take his shot. Oh, okay. Shoot his shot. Call me offset. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so change the subject off Cardi because that's crazy. Because I'm dealing with niggas too, so now I don't want to talk about no niggas. Um, DJ Academics uh, posted on Tuesday. Is this fucking um, Nielsen? I just thought Academics was a clothesline. No, it's a DJ too. Oh. <laughs> um, it's like it's Nielsen has notified. Uh, Takashi 69 and Travis Scott's label informing them that there was a counting error in this week's uh, supposedly they said that Nielsen is like a database that uh, billboards take their numbers from mm-hmm. to say who's number one this week and who's whatever mm-hmm. they said that Travis Scott was number one he's been number one for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. but Nielsen informed billboard that Takashi 69 was actually number one who is Takashi 6'9"? The one that did all that mess and um, went to prison. That he's rainbow hair with now. the tattoos on his face. Rainbow hair. Is he white? Yeah. He, yeah, I think. Okay. No, he's Mexican. Uh, well. Hispanic. But he's a rapper. But So they say Takashi 6'9 yeah. is actually number one. He's number in, one. He's in jail. So that's why it's I want to say that. It's it's awful when you get locked up. All your damn ratings and shit, shit go up. Everything go up. God uh, damn. Mac Miller passed away. Now he nominated for a fucking Grammy. Shut your mouth. Mac Miller died. Mm. <laughs> um. Uh, Next. Uh, um. No. And then Takashi Six Nine. Let me talk about his girlfriend. <laughs> Before that motherfucker went to jail, him and his girl was together for 10 days, bitch. They said it specifically. She done went to um, Arrogant Tay. Tay is the one who started doing Nicki Minaj hair. Got his her hair rainbow like Takashi. Mm-hmm. Um, got 6ix9ine tatted right here. And they like, a lot of celebrities are like, bitch, okay, you doing too much. Too much. Like, y'all was together for 10 days. <laughs> like, literally together for 10 days. And she's like, no, bitch, I love him. Like, mm. Mm. They even posted a video of them kissing saying, this was day six. <laughs> and so they stayed together ten. Yeah. Before we got locked Days. up. And now he's still locked up and they still together. Because if you know her birthday just passed and he bought her a Rolex while he was in jail. So. How do you buy a Rolex in jail? I don't know. And I thought his account was frozen. frozen. Oh, okay. Well. Um, Moving on. I'm sorry, my mic is doing a little something special. Uh, oh, we can. Come on, Gia. Oh. Drop it. Nah, my mouth is not in Nah, mouth. bitch, he grabbed it like Gio. He did. Why is it so hot in here? It's you on that wine. That's that cabinet. That's no, that bitch, like it's hot. It is. It's fuck. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so Tyler Perry spent over 400K at Walmart paying for people's layaway for criminal. You know, I said, God damn. I said, I should. Because, you know, I... I should have drove to Douglasville and put me some, some shit on there. Don't lay away. Because he was, it was specifically in Douglasville and somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just Which kidding, one he went to? Thorn Road? I don't know. But oh, it's in Douglasville, Douglasville and the other one is more in the city. Yeah. So he was at the one over there by the mall on Chapel Heath. Bitch, we don't know. Uh, but no, seriously, all in all, in all Cause that's good, I think Tyler. that was a good thing. I, I do think that was a good thing. They need to come to Rockmont. <laughs> but yeah. next time, Tyler Perry... 
Can you go to Neiman's and buy everybody's layaways out of there? I'm the only one that has. Yeah, do Neiman's got a layaway? No. Bitch. Next. But TJ Maxx, do you know TJ Maxx got that runway corner? And they have a lot of like, do they have labels in TJ Maxx? That's the runway corner. They got the runway section. And they be having some stuff. Well, the bags are nice. The clothes are That's nice. what I always... I bought two uh, Michael Kors bags out of there, like book bags. Mm-hmm. They're cute bags, but I don't get them. The, the, the bags be get nice. Your yeah, they got the Fendi and the, the Prada, the oh. MCM. They got it. Yeah. Valentino. Oh. Get your bag for Christmas. I don't go in there like that. Um, Kevin Hart. What did he say? I don't... I, it was some... One, I just remember one of the tweets, but it was several tweets that were targeted to the LGBTQ community. Um, uh, one of them specifically said that if his son decided to play with his daughter's dollhouse, he gonna crack the dollhouse over his son's head and say that's gay in his voice. That was his statement. Not sure what that meant, but um, I'm, I'm listen. But then there was a statement that said that if his son was gay, that's, he would rather kill himself or. Kill his son, something like. That. I don't know. The shit was just gay shit. But what what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, what I'm I, I'm gonna say this. We gotta stop being so sensitive with stuff. That was like in 2009. Like people evolve, people change. This mm-hmm. was like in 2000. This was a long time ago. This is like 10 years ago. Over 10 years. 10 years to ago. six, and then some of the tweets were from like six years ago. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, people change. So you how did they find them? You know, they digs up anything. And so they just digged this up when he, he announced when he, it, that he was, gonna he be was announcing that he was going to be hosting the Oscars. And they said that he should apologize. Kevin Hart stated that he wasn't going to apologize because he's apologized for it before. Yeah. And you can tell in his like the way he carries his yeah. now that he's not that same individual. People evolve. And once and I'm going to tell you what um I'm going to tell you something that um I don't even think I it in my notes but Charlamagne the guy said something Charlamagne was like when they when they can't accept you for who you have become they would dig up anything mm-hmm. that you have done in the past and it's like oh Charlamagne the goddess he's dope that's my he's my favorite y'all know I get that from Kaya I used to see Kaya I used to hear us call him Charlamagne the, the goddess. goddess and I and no disrespect to Charlamagne because I'm, I'm just calling him that to being funny but I like I, it just be every time she would sit, I would holler. Die, cause she is the shadiest bitch ever. Like Shady. I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, we gotta get her on here. Girl, shut our shit down. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get her on here. Um, but yeah, he did say that. But that was a strong like. It's just, it's just we gotta stop being so sensitive mm-hmm. and making everything negative. People change. That's what life is about. Evolution. People yeah, are gonna it, continuously grow, continuously improve. And year by year, we, by we, you can tell in the way he carries himself now that he wouldn't say that. So did the Oscar committee take him off of hosting? Actually, he's backed out, and because he they, backed out, yeah, they Why? said that because he said that he wasn't going to so apologize how? for it again. But the thing is, were they going to fire him if he didn't apologize? They said they were going to start looking for another host. Really? Mm-hmm. So they, they must. He must have talked about the the white gays. Must have brought this. <laughs> they got one the black ones. They got in a tizzy. Do you hear me? But the thing he said couldn't been the black ones. Mm-hmm. They they wouldn't 
So he was li- they were actually looking for another host. They said that they were if he wasn't going to apologize. He said that he's he's going to step down and he's not going to apologize, but he stepped down and then apologized. It made more it made more of a statement the fact that he didn't because if he would apologize and kept the gig, it would have made it look like you just it's not genuine. You're yeah. just apologizing to keep this gig. He backed out and then he apologized again. He said I've apologized for it before, but I'm going to say it again. I do apologize for anyone that I have hurt. I'm not the type to want to separate us at this point yeah. in my life. I want to bring us together. So it made a big statement for him to step down and apologize again. Mm-hmm. But if he is, I think he was his ego got in the way and he was thinking so much about what people was going to think about him. Cause if he would have kept the gig and apologized, people would have said, Oh, he just apologized just to keep stay on the Oscars. But I've seen Kevin, he had, um, when him and Tiffany sat down with the breakfast club, and discussed about all the stuff that people were talking about. Tiffany, how uh, what's that? Cat like? Williams. Cat Williams was talking about her. And he took up. For you her. can see how team. grown Kevin has grown sure. from the time he started to now. To now. Yeah, so, evolution. People evolve. People but you change. do have to be careful with these gay, um, these gay comments, homophobic, homophobic. But you got to think comments. about when he done it. He done it ten years ago. But think about. And I don't know how many years this was ago, and I don't know you guys' age, but I don't know if you remember Isaiah Washington, I'm 18. who played. Uh, you're not 18, I know that. Uh, um, who played on um, what was Greg's Gray's Anatomy? Uh, and he made a comment. You probably, you guys probably don't remember this, but he made a comment about, and I don't remember what the comment was, but it was about homosexuals, and it was something homophobic. And not only was he placed off of Grey's Anatomy, he hasn't done anything <laughs> since. So you do, and I, I don't want to get into the whole African American and the Caucasian thing, but I think in general, people do have to be um, careful about their homophobic slurs or any slurs in that matter because. Each diversity group, whether it be African Americans, whether it be homosexuals, whether it be Mexicans, these these diff, these uh, minorities have created things and they have power now. And when you say something that 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 they don't like or uh, that is offensive to them, they definitely voice it they and they and, together. and they make shit happen. So you know, I. To, to, now, I will say to pull out some tweets from 2009, that's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it really is a bit of a stretch. So I, I wouldn't go that far. I thought it was actually something he tweeted recently. I, 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 didn't, uh-uh, know, I didn't know it was anything that he tweeted in 2009. But I was scrolling on Facebook one day and I saw a young man talk about how he was offended by it because he because his father... When he came out to his father, his father basically put him out, and he was the reason why his father was the you know coming out to his father. The father was the reason why he had suffered from homelessness and living on the street and all this other kind of stuff. He says so. It is very offensive to hear a comment like that. To right. Say that you'd rather be dead than your wow. child be you know gay, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But the man said in two thousand and nine. So it's definitely some, but I will say this, you know, just like I watched Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta mm-hmm. and Little Mama doesn't like the fact that everybody keeps asking her about the whole Jay-Z thing. Or when, and I didn't even know she did, I didn't know she got up and 
do y'all hear about when she got up on stage and started performing with Jay Z and Alicia Keys? I think it was at one I heard of the award, award shows. Well, on the show, people keep bringing that up. And she says, she gets really mad. She's like, that's so long ago. Mm-hmm. And like her mentor, MC Light, she mm-hmm. said, but you did it. And So you got to face it. You got to live with so, that. In essence, whether he tweeted 2009, if somebody brings it up today, you did it. That's true. So you have to face it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the brat put it in, in, in a great perspective. When And when I looked at it different with the little mama situation, the brat said... She was talking to MC Light, and she's because the brat said that I think they did an interview with her on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and I guess they brought up the question, uh-huh. and Little Mama kind of had an attitude, and she said ever since she said everybody else that was there was just really cool, and the brat said, but and, and MC Light said, well, was it at the comment? And Brad said, well, even if it was about what was asked or the comment, she's like, people ask me about. Going to jail and, and assaulting and why I went to jail for, for. She said, no, I don't want people to keep asking me that, but it's something I it did. Happened. So it's, it happened. Yeah. So I just have to you gotta live with keep, it. Keep, and keep moving on. Have to now, he don't have to, you don't have to keep, and, but he, you do have to realize it's something you said. You may have grown from it. I, I would hope you have grown from 2009 to almost 2019. But it's something you but have to live you, with. You may have to face. You have to live with it. You have to live with it. Because yes. you put it out there. So it's something you have to live with. Definitely. But I just I just felt like we. Uh, it, it's something that should have been addressed. But I just don't think that should have been taken away or an ultimatum should have been um it just there. shows you how much power people possess yeah, now. When that's you, true. You know, when you're talking about, and I say minorities because there are a lot of different other groups that do get um, bullied and, you know, they do get, you know, stuff said about them that are not that nice. So I just take it as, you know, my, you have to be careful when you say things about minorities, especially someone as on a platform as big as Kevin Hart. Correct. You always just have to be careful and mindful of what you say. Mm-hmm. Cause this shit right now, I'm one tweet away from losing my job, bitch. I will say any motherfucking thing. Man, I gotta realize, like one day I may like really blow up and make it, and people can just like young Miami with that mm-hmm. gay shit with her son. She didn't know she was finna blow up, so she probably never would have thought those people would have dug up something she said in 2013. I think. Yeah, it was like 2012, 2013. So it's like we have to really be mindful of what we say now, cause you don't know who you're gonna become. Um, the Grammy, um, they, I guess they put out who's, um, nominated for Grammys and stuff. (laughs) Um, Cardi B is nominated for five, um, Grammys. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has, is up for eight. Drake is up for seven. Um, and just to name a few, I saw a video of Chloe and Halle. I think those Beyonce artists, Mm -hmm. those two girls. girls. Yeah, they were, um. Nominated for two Grammys, and I saw when they found out at like five o'clock in the morning. Well, they clearly, was, it's not about sales, huh? Uh, they was crying. <laughs> <laughs> they was crying and like emotional. I mean, but it's not. They're cute girls. They're cute. <laughs> Yeah, they're cute. Uh, the card is nominated for three Grammys, um, and those are Best R&B Performance, which was Summer, Best Music Video, which was Ape Shit, and Best Urban Contemporary Album. Best Motion Picture for a Drama is definitely uh, Black Panther. Pose was nominated for Best TV Series for, oh, wow. a, for a Drama. Grammys? Grammys was about music. I didn't know they gave the TV I didn't either. I know that show does have music in it, but I didn't know. Maybe it is the album that they're referring to. 
But, okay. And okay. now they're, and I know they said that they were adding, like, because I know in the nominations they have, like, I think it's like five. Now they changed it to, like, eight. That's what they say. Do you think that my nominations are a popularity contest? Definitely, because I just don't see it for, like, um, everybody ain't watching Pose. I just. No, Pose. I don't, but I, it was, but I don't think it was based off numbers. I just think it's definitely. Word of mouth type shit. Like I don't think they really going by numbers. I don't. But do you? Okay, let me say this. Do you think Cardi B should have got nominated? For I don't. I don't. I don't either. It wasn't good. I mean, it was. No, no, no. It was a couple of good songs, songs, but it's not. It is nothing that stuck out that says you deserve a Grammy. And then then her get nominated for album of the year or something. I don't know. Her got nominated for something. I don't even know who her is. She's good. She's dope. I heard. I've never heard her music. And that's no shade. I've, she's I've dope. Heard her music. She really she's is. dope. I've heard her name, but I've just never heard her music. But when I, uh, yeah, some of that folks, I was like, okay. Cardi is just because she's in the know. I feel yeah. Like. I think this because she's yeah. She's, and, and, and that's no. Like, not, I'm not no shade. That, that, that Congrats. They ain't taking nothing from me. Congrats. But I will say some of them songs on the album. I know I'd be busting on my Spotify. I, I think. Do I have the whole album on Spotify? No, I don't have the whole album. But I do. I took in. Oh, somebody can't stop. Do they need a jump? Um, <laughs> but no, I I definitely downloaded more than a few songs right. I actually loved. So I mean, yeah. she definitely had some hit bangers on there. I like songs. It was I mean, good. I liked a lot of music. It was a, like I like some of the City Girls songs. They but they ain't nothing for no Grammy. You know, <laughs> they should was be Nicki nominated. Minaj nominated because I like no. some of her songs. They said no. Wow. No, she wasn't. And I would have thought she would at least got nominated for the song where she's kind of reading everybody because I thought it was funny. Me personally. The um um Barbie thing no not Barbie Barbie I thought it was kind of when she was naming all those uh, rappers and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought that was good. But y'all gotta think about that was during that time that he was going through all that beef with Remy and people. What that got to do? I'm just saying. I'm just saying the fact of the music, like y'all said, is it a popularity contest or is it a numbers thing? Mm, you never know. That's and good for him. It's my shit. I like that. That oh, oh speaking of that, that she released, that she released video. that video. Ooh. I think we talked. She about got a video of Good Farm. Yes. yes. Lauren London in it. Evelyn Lazada is in oh, it. Evelyn. Yes. Who else in that video? Um, Ari, which is um. Arrogant Tay's best friend. He does Nicki Minaj hair. Ari is in it. She has a baby by a rapper. Uh, who else? The Claremont Twins. Yep. I thought they was in jail. Nah, they finna, one of them finna go to jail in February. I think she getting indicted in February. I love them. They are just like everything. But what do they do? They don't rap, do they? they were, they're off Bad Girls Club. And they just, and then they became. I was wondering what. And then they, they became from. models for like the Yeezy, one of the Yeezy release okay, things. So they, they're they're originally, they're, but they're from the Bad Girls Club. I yeah. was wondering where they came from. Just bad go watch them. Just look them up on YouTube. Dumb bitches. I mean, I, I, I mean I, I've seen them. They're but I just, so I don't know. Talking about on Bad Girls Club. They were crazy. Season. Were they crazy? I didn't. I never watched them on here. I, don't I don't watch never bad watched Bad Girls Club. Club, but I went. I found them on YouTube, and it just gives you like the greatest moment of the Claremont Twin Sisters. Them bitches don't give a fuck. Wow, obviously, bitch, they said that they they were prostituting and the man that she got charged for, girl, they say that um they went and spent like twenty thousand of his dollars of his money and whatever he was on when he fucked with them, he died, bitch. Shut your mouth. And keep on talking. 
He done checked. He transitioned, girl. Them bitches don't care. She went and spent that check. She got his card right on out his pocket. I guess he an OD. That's what they say. Um, moving on. Chad Johnson and Michelle Williams and their engagement. They That's a fine-ass white man. Baby, what are they? Have really you seen it? I thought they'd been engaged. They ended. ended. You know they got that TV show right now. All yeah, long. and it's done. Because in Michelle posted an uh, Insta snap. I can't remember what it said, but it definitely just said that it didn't work and she's being fearless or something else. But she told the world. That's how the world found out because she posted it. I wonder, was it more so him or her? I'm sure it was him because people were giving him backlash on the show for stuff that he was saying. They was like, he don't deserve a black woman. So I don't know what he was saying. I thought it was a pastor. So, mm. That's the fine. I didn't even hear that though. Oh. Yeah, they did. Uh, moving on. PETA, the animal rights organization. Go let me tell you what I these mother. Share like that. Oh, I don't really know that much about her. Um, PETA, it's the animal rights organization. We let me know. let me tell you, uh, bitch. Let me tell you what the fuck these motherfuckers been saying. They say, um, we shouldn't use um, like I guess they call it speciesisms i can't really say it but it's like animal um animal like saying and terms i guess you consider it slurs uh-huh. girl listen they said they don't want you to say beating a dead horse you know how that's a saying yeah they want you to say feeding a fed horse let me tell you another one they said kill two birds with one stone they don't want you to say that feed two birds with one stone get the hell out of here. and then they said bringing home the bacon they want you to say bring home the bagels this is something that went that's been on like every podcast that I listen to that do current events. And it's like well, I want Peter to leave us the fuck alone. What in the white fuck? Like, <laughs> that's a white that's fuck. Not shit. Hurting a word. I mean I'm not killing two birds with one stone, literally, bitch. And they're comparing it to racism, uh uh LGBTQ slurs, like saying fat Bitch, y'all are, you can come because back. y'all are hurting human beings. Ain't no bird. Ain't no bird came up to you and said it's bothering them. That I said I'm killing two birds with one stone. Even if he did, you didn't know what the fuck he said when he said tweet 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 tweet. So I was confused about that, but that was something that was in um the current events. Okay, Peter. Peter need to leave me the fuck alone. Can we? Can I? Can I spill something? Can we back up to Lamont? You got that? You know her um. You know her, um, did I delete it? You know her, um, uncle cuts my hair. Lamamas. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I just deleted the weekly. Okay, go ahead. I pulled it back Well, um, I was strolling. Scrolling? C-R. C-R. I mean, S-C. Sorry. S-C-R. S-C-R. S-T-R. Stroll? Strolling. Let me say scrolling. Um... But I was on, I was just online, and I seen that um, Lil Mama had posted uh, about Bow Wow, about Bow Wow, and I had to go back and do me some research to find out what is really going on. I didn't know. Like Lil I didn't know. Mama tweeted about Bow Wow. Yeah. She did. She made a video. She about made him. a video about him because um, he's been really drunk on these past couple of, I guess, with growing up in Atlanta, growing up in Atlanta, whatever it's called. And with him um, getting drunk, let me pull it up for y'all. What did he say? Like, how, I didn't, I couldn't find out where it came from. I just saw those videos on the, um, on the. Was she dissing him? Yeah, like I beat your fucking ass. But she like, read him. She said he's the girlfriend said something. I gotta pull it up, girl. Free, 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 free. Oh, bitch, our shit gonna be two hours long. We already have. We already at hour twenty six minutes. God damn. <laughs> 
if y'all was sleeping of what she say. You know me since we was kids. When we was on tour, when you had the pre-cut t-shirts, the little pre-cut white beaters that you used to rip off. Who you knew that fuck? Who you knew that could get next to me? So that's what I'm saying. So I had to listen to Snippet to understand. So Bow on the show, mm-hmm. Bow Wow, um, Bow Wow's friend BT. I don't know who that is. If anybody knows who BT okay, is, okay, I watched the show. So right. BT had um, wanted to get, I guess, talk to the mama. Bow Wow was gonna hook them up on the date, and Bow Wow said you can hit on the first date or something around that nature. And that's when little mama came up with this video because she didn't, I guess she didn't know what our Bow Wow and BT had talked about before the show aired and then she watched that episode. Well, he set her, he set BT up um, with her on a blind date. Um, and with the, before the blind date, did he say something about... I remember them, ha- you know, because he was telling, he was talking to him. I remember him saying, but I don't remember him saying that. But, I mean, if that's what she heard... I need y'all to go back and listen because little mama... What so I'm is that saying, what she's upset about? She's very upset because she's saying, how can you sit and say that, make it seem as if I'm just an easy piece of ass for this man. Well, in little mama's defense, she de- she definitely doesn't come off as easy. Like, no. Very much so. She give me nigga tease. Like, she wanted the homeboy. She was meeting people. Like, she wasn't, she doesn't come off like, on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, she ain't came out like, I'm, you know, like, she that, that girl. She that made girl. it very known that how can you sit and say that I'm just going to be an easy type of chick when you know I was raised by my daddy and my brothers. I ain't been around nothing but niggas all my life. So, to justify what you just said, mm-hmm. that's because she was raised by nothing. A homeboy. She's not easy. She was like, nigga, when we was on tour together, y'all know not, y'all yeah. was even scared to approach me, nigga. Like, so... It's just she that. very much so give homeboy. It's just like, Bow Wow, what the hell? Like, you, nigga, you 31, 32. He always got some shit going on, but he has to stay relevant, so that's, I get it. But, mm, moving on. Um, it's controversy. Jackie Squeeze, um, whatever, um, done posted that he the king of R&B. I saw that that day. Bitch, okay, so I'm gonna tell you, give you some feedback of what the um some of the celebrities are saying. Tyree stated that um CB and Trey Songs have, um, been running their gen- our generation for mm-hmm. some time now. Not you, Jockeys. Um, Tank says, um, can't be a king and not sound good live. It's not sound the same way that you sound in the booth live. But I think he does sound good live. On the Soul Training ones, he did very good. I'm just saying, you got these old school people old that you, you just you should have said you was the prince. Yeah, you need to acknowledge. The <laughs> I'm the prince of R&B at this time. Who helped you build your brand? Right. Not even really build your brand personally, but who made that made made R&B relevant for you to say you are an R&B artist? So, uh, Twenty One Savage says. Um, he posted attacking the older generation saying, y'all grandpas, he was like, y'all, um, y'all never give our generation props, nor do y'all assist us. Um, Bow Wow also went on there and posted with a picture with Jack Queez Keys and said, um, talk your shit, nigga. Like, you doing it. So, that's just some feedback from that shit that he put out. I mean, I just think he shouldn't have said the king. I think he should have said, I'm one of the... One of, the, I'm one, one of the kings. You didn't have to say you're the king. No, I would have said I'm the prince. <laughs> you ain't the king. I'm the prince of R&B right now. That's what you should have said. Um, so I know y'all saw. Oh, uh, well, y'all maybe had not. Nicki Minaj just posted like yesterday her new boyfriend. Uh-uh. Mm, and she's been posting him. Like if you go to her Instagram, 
it's almost at least probably 10 pictures of him. She keep posting it because the people are posting on every picture saying he's a uh, registered sex offender. And I just saw a comment on my way here that she said, well, he was 15 and sh he was, she was 15 and he was 16. Y'all not finna run my life. I think he is a registered sex offender. So. Well, at least she letting it be known. She know. At least she can say what she got to say to defend him who she in a relationship with. Um, what else do I got? Do y'all have any current events like something that y'all knew was going on? That's him. Y'all know anything that's going on? No, no, you don't. The last thing I got is um. Nah, girl, I just start looking at Nicki Minaj. He's not even like that cute. He look, he look like he' in the prison. Mm -hmm. Um, some girl named Chinese Kitty. Oh, this is recent. Some girl named Chinese Kitty posted. This Did was like. Talk about her last week. No, I don't even know this bitch. Um, I think she was on. I think she's she was on Love and Hip Hop Miami. I think she may be on the new season. Of that was the girl who got into it with um Shay. Yeah, it's her and yeah. my mother. Wow, I don't I don't even know what y'all talking about. But um, you know, ugly Shay from uh, Look Scrappy. No one's yeah. ugly. No one's ugly. Shit, me. Oh, she's cute. She's kind of cute. It just depends on how her. She's kind of cute. It just depends on her hair. Well, there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, she was in a lot. She was in an interview and she was on her live and she stated, um, her and Nicki Minaj took a picture together. She Nicki Minaj posted it on her Instagram. People start DMing Nicki Minaj saying, um, you are, you look a fool. You look like a fool because she fucked meat meal. Mm -hmm. um, Nicki Minaj reached out to Chinese Kitty and was saying, um, you know, he called me in an hour. So she said she called her in an hour. And Nicki Minaj was on the phone asking her, you know, people DM me, DM me, DMing me um, saying that I look stupid posting a picture with you because you fucked Meek Mill. Did you fuck Meek Mill? And she was like, girl, no, I don't even know Meek Mill. Nicki Minaj then said, what Trina told me, <gasps> did you fuck Meek Mill? And so Trina... Trina. And then, so is this this video of Trina sitting down talking about y'all bitches don't know me? You need to control your liquor, period. But and Nicki Minaj liked that video that Trina posted. So did Trina really tell her? I That's what I was trying to figure out. Why would she throw Trina in it though? And they was like, "Why would you throw Trina on the bus?" And the girl Chinese Kitty was like, "I wasn't trying to throw her on the bus." And it oh, was wait, wait. It Chinese was, said Trina, or did Nicki say Trina? Chinese said Nicki told her that Trina told her. Chinese said she was on the phone with Nikki, and Nikki said Trina told me that you did fuck Meat Mill. Nikki Minaj said that. Uh huh. I'm confused. And then Trina posted that video saying, "If uh, talking about you, if you dr if you drinking and you over that means you over 21, you should be able to control your liquor." And Chinese Kitty went back and posted said I wasn't trying to throw Trina under the bus, but um, well, okay, I'm confused because. Hello Kitty or whatever. Jay. <laughs> um, she Jay didn't, the lighter. I'm sorry. She didn't say Trina's name. Nikki did. That's why I'm confused. And Nikki liked Trina's video. So I'm like, who mad at who? Now, like, what's this, going on? That don't make no sense. Yeah, I'm confused. But this is what Trina said if y'all don't if y'all didn't know. Talk about me, but don't know me. First of all, I'm not a gossiper. I do not play with these girls out here at all, period. Do not call my name. Do not mention my name. Do not say my name. If you're drunk, you're over 21. Handle your alcohol or do not drink. I don't play that shit. And so I don't. And, and so, but the person who mentioned her name was Nikki. 
not that's, Kitty. Yeah, that's what Chinese Kitty said in an interview. Nikki said that Trina said. Oh, so the phone call was we can't hear. No. Kitty What's just that? got Kitty is just saying that in the interview. Well, then I think that she was talking about Chinese Kitty. Okay. And I think that because we've never not now don't get me wrong. Mm. I've never seen Nicki Minaj and Trina hang out like that. I have. I, you have. I don't think they're they, good girlfriends. Well, I, I, was, I don't think they beefing. Like I know it ain't no Mm-mm, issue, but they're good girlfriends. They, so they do hang out. Yeah, I've they're good girlfriends. Okay, mm-hmm. so they do hang out, but I think that's more towards Kitty saying Nicki mentioning Minaj, her name. Nicki Minaj told me that that Trina said, and I'm assuming that Nicki Minaj probably went back and told Trina, "Bitch, I did not tell her that you said uh-huh. that." And she really has no Kitty has no receipts Because it wasn't in a DM It wasn't in writing She just saying word of mouth So I'm sure Trina's probably going to believe Nikki But uh, I'm drained You drained Baby girl I don't want to talk about them no more I'm talking I'm tired of talking about drama So you ready for the last What is it T-Mail Chaser T-Mail what we got So we're about to just jump right into the ending You guys right into that mental no um, so today's mental note is going to be about, um, well, it's going to be a word, which is rejection. Um, uh, rejection, the definition of um, rejection is uh, the dismissing or refusing of a proposal idea or idea. Um, and the reason I chose um, rejection is because earlier when we was talking about fathers and feeling, I had brought up feeling rejected or like... Uh, a type of embarrassment in raising a, yeah. a gay son or whatever, but that and that's what I was talking about. But that's the most challenging thing for me in my adulthood is rejection. Um, I don't really know how to deal with it. I don't like it. It's something that I always run away from because, like I said before, I had two interview processes that I could have did, but I was scared of rejection. I don't know how to really deal with rejection. I don't know how to take it as a. If I am rejected, I don't know how to take it and learn from yeah. it. I always look at it in a negative light, like. Uh, I was rejected because they don't like me this or I didn't do this yeah. right. So, I mean, it's just something that you have to think about and not always take it as a negative thing. And you- just dealing with rejection, you have to also think about, just like you said, think about what it is that you could have did differently during that time. And it's not, rejection isn't always a bad thing. Rejection is a, rejection is a way to maybe go back and reflect on the things that you have done to see what you need to do to make yourself better. Right. So, you know... It's not always bad with rejection, so. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I think that sometimes rejection is a good thing. I I think it helps build character. Mm -hmm. It helps us to, to, to be who we are. Um, sometimes rejection, we're being rejected for something greater that that maybe if we wouldn't have got the rejection, we wouldn't have got the greater the greater that that was waiting for us on the other side. So mm-hmm. I know it's hard to sometimes take it. I too still deal with it, but sometimes we have to realize we're being rejected for a reason, and, mm-hmm. and maybe we're being rejected for a reason because there's something better on down the line. This is true. Yeah. That was good. That was a word. Um, so, Hallelujah. do y'all have anything else to talk about or to say That's about rejection? Good. 
Is that it for this week, you guys? We already, y'all, these folks gonna say nothing. Y'all bitches talk too much. Get long. <laughs> but the last I one. I think they just need to do editing. Oh. Nah, this is real <laughs> Ron Okay. Uh, the last one that he did, he took up at least 40 minutes. It was an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> so his segment was 40 minutes by itself. So if, if we're gonna edit anything, we're gonna edit fashion, fashion. segment. Fashion. But that's it this week, guys, on The, the Black, Black Teapot. Teapot.